Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Armed American Radio's monster cast in the Car Firearms Group studios here on this Platinum Sig Sauer microphone, all brought to you by the great X Insurance. Hour two begins right now. Greg over in Dallas, Texas. How are you, my brother, from another mother with all the cool bells and switches and buttons and whistles and lights and everything? How's it going today? Uh, going pretty good. Pretty nice day here in DFW. Very nice. We are broadcasting on television sets and devices and everything else. If you would be kind enough to let people know how to do that, watch us. As long as you're not driving, ladies and gentlemen, please don't do that. Don't take your eyes off the road. We don't want you to do that. You can listen on hundreds of radio stations. That's much safer to do. But if you'd like to watch the program or participate in the chat, Greg will tell you how to do that. Greg. Sure. Just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. And in that top right-hand corner, you're going to see three little hash marks. Just give those a slap. And when that window opens up, select that Watch Live option. Like Mark said, we don't want you to drive and watch. So select the Listen Live option right above you if you're doing something else at uh, that won't allow you to watch. Uh, once you click that Listen Live link, well, you'll see two subsequent links pop open. One's going to be for the Monday through Friday Daily Defense broadcast, and the other is for this program right here, the Sunday MonsterCast. If you've missed a previous broadcast of either of these two programs, we'll head on over to the podcast link right above Listen Live and catch up wherever you may have missed. And if you're a fan of the show and you'd like to support us while you're out and about, we'll head on down to the shop link and pick you something nice up over there. And lastly, if you'd like to join our live chat, head on, head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. That'll have you immersed in the show, watching it, chatting about it, listening to it at the same time. Thanks for that, Greg. Appreciate it very much. Let's get started. We've got a full hour with Dr. John Lott. We've had Dr. Lott on over the last few weeks. We're going to continue this discussion with Dr. Lott because they just force us to do so. And John has so much to say. John, welcome in. Always a pleasure to have you here, my friend. Well, thanks very much for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, John, let's start with this. I know you were in Indianapolis at the show. I spoke with uh, Dr. Hawkins about that just a few moments ago. He was very pleasantly surprised with the turnout in Indianapolis. Can you give us your take on what you saw at the NRA show with all of the, the, the media, uh, you know, just beating down the NRA and the political attacks coming at them? It seems to have been effective if you're looking at left wing media. How was the show? How was the turnout from your perspective? Uh, well, I have to confess, I was pretty much at my booth or giving talks <laughs> uh, pretty much the whole time. I didn't get to look around. It looked like it was a good crowd. I mean, I saw somebody claim that there were 70,000 people there, which okay, uh, would have been above 
uh, what it had been uh, in recent years, uh, for sure. In fact, I'm not even sure when it's been as high as 70,000. I think I know in the past it's been 65,000 or so. Uh, I know in my talks there were good turnouts. Uh, but, you know, to be honest, as I say, I was pretty much walking between uh giving the talks and my booth <laughs> and my booth was not even in the main kind of convention hall. We had it kind of outside. So it was, uh, um, so anyway, it was very busy and, uh, you know, I think it was, uh, you know, it seemed like it was a good turnout. People seemed to be concerned about what was happening. Uh, I mean, I ran into more than a few people who, expressed concern about what was happening with the NRA. Uh, but, uh, you know, on the other hand, there are a lot of people who, you know, were concerned about what was happening politically, too, and that they need know, knew something needed to be done. Well, it's good to hear you say that, that you know, that you heard it was around 75 plus or 70 plus 70, in that area. 70,000. Yeah, that's that's great to know. I mean, I think the highest I've ever heard it or, or can confirm anyway was around 80 or 85. That was, you know, years past pre-pandemic, et cetera. So that's good to know. Uh, that's that's a great turnout. I, I hope that and we'll get the numbers. Uh, likely we'll have some uh, some information on that for tomorrow. That's really indicative, ladies and gentlemen, of, because you know, again, this is that whole media thing. You get caught up in this media and you would think that the NRA was dead. The NRA is not dead. And, uh, John, I'm going to turn to a couple pieces that I, I used to open up with Mr. Gottlieb. And one of them is a CNN piece. And I know you, your frustration with the media like mine is just is off the chain. It angers me. It's got me all over the board. I know your frustration is real, too. You've, you've said that here on the program yourself. But this opinion piece from CNN I'll just give you the title, just the headline. We'll headline surf. Signs that we finally reached a tipping point on guns. And the piece goes in. Uh, it's written by uh, Max Burns. He's a Democratic strategist. So that tells you a little bit about the fact that CNN is giving him a, you know, an opportunity to vent his Democratic talking points. So you would expect that, particularly on CNN. But he's talking about how Americans are just sick of this. And it's his belief that the NRA mired in scandal uh, is just being beaten down. So nearly a million members have walked away since 2018. He goes on to berate the National Rifle Association. Then on the flip side of that, we have a column over at Yahoo News from an individual by the name of Erica D. Smith. And the headline surf there is Trump and the NRA might be right about guns. And we mostly have ourselves to blame. And she goes on to quote the very real figures from the National Shooting Sports Foundation, et cetera. And she was actually at the NRA convention. And, you know, she goes on to attack the speakers for their political positions, et cetera, which you would certainly expect. But she also goes on to tell you that at the same time, while we like to think that all this is happening, the NRA is, in fact, winning. And she goes on to quote gun numbers, uh, sales numbers are through the roof. She gets specific about that. And, and I'll ask you the same question I asked Gottlieb. Isn't it just indicative of where you get your quote unquote news as to what you're going to see in today's day and age and line yourself up in that camp? Because the media coverage is all over the board. And then after you respond to that, we'll go into the mass shooting numbers and compare some things from Louisville and Alabama. But isn't that just true? It's just with all this gobbledygook out there, it's really what you, what you decide to see and hear and read on your own, isn't it? Well, I'm sure that has a big impact on it. Look, I mean, I have to ex confess, I've had some concern recently with things like how uh, the politicians in Tennessee have been responding to the attack that was there. The fact that you've had 
uh, Bill Lee, who's been very good on many things there in Tennessee, coming out for red flag laws, or at least a version of it. I mean, he says he wants to have due process in it. But as you and I know, you know, I think there are many other problems with due process, uh, besides due process with it. So, for example, um, you know, I think it's a real mistake to go and uh, just think if you just take away a person's guns, if they're suicidal or if they're going to go and harm others, that somehow there's no problem there. Uh, but that's basically all you get with red flag laws is just take away a person's guns and 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 doing away with the due process concerns, which I'm not minimizing. I think that they're that's an important thing. Isn't really a complete solution. Um, uh, you know, I know he's doing other things like putting in uh, school resource officers, essentially police officers, in all public and private schools in the state. And I understand what he's trying to do there, but I think it's misguided to some extent. Let, let me ask you this. Would you put air marshals in uniform? I of course not. not. Of course not. And I, and I haven't met anybody else who would be willing to do that. And the reason is pretty simple, and that is, uh, you know, you, if the terrorist is on the plane, who do you think they're going to go and take out first? They're going to go and take out the air marshal that's in uniform there. But it's, it's much more than that. I mean, so if you're going to put officers in the schools, make them so that they're not in uniform. Make them so that uh, they can't be identified uh, by, by whoever might go in there. Because otherwise, these attackers have real tactical and strategic advantages. And so, you know, I understand the desire to go and do something. Um, and unfortunately, I think the media is kind of, you know, I don't know, cowed or whatever people into doing things that are not good are not productive or not as productive as they could be or very costly. And, uh, and, you know, I worry if you have another attack at a school in Tennessee and they haven't, you know, and they don't do what you and I think would work best there, then you're going to just be in a situation where there's going to be even more demands to go and do even more bad things. There you go. No, you're, you're correct about that. Absolutely spot on. We're getting ready to take a break. That's a good place to cut it for now. I want to go back to Bill Lee when we come back from the break. Because you mentioned, I understand the desire for for them to want to do something. And I'll tell you why I don't understand that desire. And it's it's not in direct contrast to what you said. But I'll, I'll tell you from a politician's standpoint, particularly somebody like Bill Lee, who you said, and you know Bill Lee and, and what they've been doing in Tennessee. We know our friend Nikki Gozer has done a tremendous amount of work in Tennessee advancing gun laws. When we come back, we'll go back to Bill Lee and uh, continue the discussion. We'll go to Alabama. We'll go to Louisville. Definition of mass shootings, the hysterical media coverage. John Lott, three more segments. Don't go away. You don't want to miss this. We'll be right back. Did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle. Available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long-range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. 
At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure, to help prevent you from becoming a target, and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We do this in part by encouraging our law enforcement clients to take the X-Insurance See It, Say Something pledge. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing insurance policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. At X-Insurance, we believe in good police officers, and we believe in protecting good police officers. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but necked down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. The long-awaited six-hour P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG-like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at sixhour.com for the new P365 380.
following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Uh, welcome back. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today on this powerful six-hour Mike in the Car Firearms Group Studios. All of it. Every single day, six days a week, brought to you by the great X Insurance. If you're watching the broadcast, you can thank Daniel Defense and Lead Slingers for that. Visit all of our partners, please, at armedamericanradio.com. We're continuing the conversation with Dr. Lott, uh, Dr. John Lott, founder of CrimeResearch.org. You can support him and help him. He supports this program. We support him and all of his amazing research. You can do so by visiting CrimeResearch.org and donating to help him put this information out. It is absolutely critical, just like supporting our partners. We cannot do this without you. If you can throw five bucks a month, 10 bucks a month, 5,500, whatever it is you have and you can do, we ask that you do that. Please visit crimeresearch.org and help us out here. It is absolutely critical to the mission ahead. I don't have to tell you as an Armed American Radio listener that we have our work cut out for us. The anti-gun left and a very powerful mainstream hate-filled media would love nothing more in the world than to see all of us go away. And we can't, we, we can't do that. We're not going to do that, but we need your help staying here fighting it. John, welcome back in, my friend. Let me, let me go back and visit uh, Bill Lee for just a moment. I'll tell you why. I'm going to go back to Florida when I make these comparisons, because at the time of Parkland, Rick Scott was under tremendous pressure. I don't think it had been that bad any time prior. But after Parkland, Governor Scott, who was at the time running for Senate, was under vicious attack from the media. And I say the same thing. I understand that he felt he had to do something when he went ahead and signed the Parkland bills, etc. What I would rather have seen him do is show true leadership and stand up and say, I am not going to throw X million of my residents under the bus for the actions of a criminal. Now, he was under more pressure far more pressure than anybody had been at the time. What I would have liked to have seen Bill Lee, and and Bill Lee as a pro-gun politician, as a guy who's done great things for gun rights in Tennessee, I I would suggest that he should know better. That he should know that what they want him to do under the auspices of doing something isn't going to work. And true leadership would say, no, I'm not going to do that because it doesn't work. And I'd like to see somebody stand up one time, put their foot down and say, stop asking me. Forget it. It's not going to happen. I am not going to push this. Now, what he does is he gives himself an out and says, well, we'll go red flags. But I want to see you know, uh, uh, due process. Well, the mere fact it's an ex parte order to begin with throws due process out the window. So that's just giving himself an excuse. To me, it's political cowardice. I'd like to see these guys stand up one time and show some true leadership. But the media coverage, John, when you're a politician, I get it, is so intense. But at some point in time down the road, somebody's going to have to stand up to these people and say no. Wouldn't you agree? Right. Well, I mean, I think uh, DeSantis's talk. I mean, I didn't hear the whole thing, but at the uh, at the NRA convention was kind of forward looking like that. He was explaining the dangers of gun free zones and what needed to be done to to go and get rid of them. Uh, and you know, that's the type of person we need. I, you know, if I were Bill right. Lee, I would have gone and I said, look. This murder at the school, I mean, the Biden administration's uh, kind of seized the manifesto. but And so it's not public right now. But the police chief uh, had seen it in, in Nashville. In his comment, he said that the attacker had targeted another place, not at school. 
and that, uh, but because of security there, uh, had decided not to go after that other target. That seems important to me, that these guys yeah. go and decide whether or not to attack a place based on whether or not, uh, you know, there's something to stop them at the place. And, you know, the media, you and I have talked recently about the fact that time after time, whether it be the, uh, you know, Buffalo mass murderer last year or whatever, these guys will explicitly say they want to go to places where victims aren't able to go and defend themselves, that they're gun-free zones. And, uh, and our whole debate would be very different. So if it were me, I would yell and call out the media for being somewhat responsible. I mean, right. I, I hate to right. say this, but if they make it so that people can't do what needs to be done in getting rid of these gun-free zones, because, look, somebody needs to explain to me a benign explanation for why the media doesn't cover what these guys say for why they pick the targets that they do. I can't think of any benign explanation for why they don't cover it. Uh, I can think of bad explanations, but isn't it newsworthy to, for these guys when when – when these murderers, these mass murderers, keep on explaining that they pick targets where victims can't defend themselves, isn't that newsworthy? Once of course not, it's newsworthy. They, of course it is. And, and so if, if you and I believe that those are things that can be done, serious things, unlike, you know, the media doesn't push back when the uh, gun control people uh, go and ask for background checks on private transfers of guns as a solution. They don't ask these politicians, name me, would it have stopped the most recent mass public shooting? Would it have stopped any this century? Why don't they ask those questions regularly when these politicians point to these types of things? Or when they talk about, you know, Biden goes to Monterey Park, California a few weeks ago and calls for an assault weapons ban when a handgun was used. You know, they're only... There's only uh, 14% of these mass public shootings in the last 25 years that involve any type, only any type of rifle. Over 56% involved just solely a handgun, you know, but they, you know, the notion that somehow you can go and get rid of one type of gun and that these mass murders wouldn't have occurred makes about as much sense as saying, well, you know, uh, France banned semi-automatic guns, so they won't have any mass public shootings. And yet France has had, you know, a lot of really bad mass public shootings. They've had ones that are much worse than anything we've had in the United States, like the, uh, you know, I'm thinking of the concert shooting in uh, 2015, mm-hmm. you know, where 130 people were killed. And so, you know, and, and they even though they've essentially banned uh, semi-automatic guns in the country, and it's extremely tough licensing laws for anybody to get it. But you have Biden, you have Biden go to California, and, and essentially, even though California has a much higher rate of mass public shootings than the rest of the country on average, 100% higher since 2020, and, uh, and yet somehow we're supposed to go and mimic uh, California's laws for the rest of the country. Yeah, and Biden gets away with it. I, I know I'm likely going to run out of time here. I may take this to the break. I, I wanted to go back to the media briefly. You know, you asked that question. It's a great question. 
isn't that newsworthy? That I know how much that frustrates you. It frustrates me as well as I sit and I look at this coverage. And, and we'll kind of use this in the next segment when we go here with the media to segue over to Alabama and to the uh, second shooting in Louisville, which I would submit you likely wouldn't have even heard about had it not been for the other one. A- again, that's the media doing what the media does. But they're so entrenched. You know, we ask, why won't they, ladies and gentlemen, cover what John just talked about? You don't think that that's news for ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, MSDNC, and for that matter, even Fox News and the rest of these outlets to ask that question? Of course it is. But when you're so deeply entrenched in pushing a political agenda, it makes it nearly impossible to do so. The question is, are they doing it intentionally or are they just so entrenched that they don't even see it as a question? Armed American Radio's Monster Cast in the Car Firearms Group Studio, Six Hour Mike, X Insurance, presenting all of it. We'll be right back with John. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that 
micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit mypillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800 978 9358 and remember, use promo code AAR. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Mark Walters, Car Firearms Group Studio, Six Hour Mike, X Insurance presenting all of this. You heard that rejoin, MyPillow. There's great bargains going on at MyPillow right now. All you have to do to take advantage of those great bargains and deals for Mike and the people over at MyPillow is simply use the AAR promo code. That shows them that while you purchase their products... You support them for supporting Armed American Radio. They see that. I get a weekly report from them. So please keep doing so. Use the promo code AAR, whether it's sheets, pet stuff, whether it's pillows, whatever it is that you're picking up, the slippers, anything at MyPillow.com, make sure to use the AAR promo code. Welcome back inside the broadcast. If you're watching us, thank Daniel Defense, Lead Slingers. Check out all of our partners at ArmedAmericanRadio.com. Don't forget ArmedAmericanNews.com as well. Dr. Lott, welcome back in, my friend, from uh, CrimeResearch.org, ladies and gentlemen, CrimeResearch.org. I'll go back. You know, John, I, I ask a, a question. You, you, we ask it, isn't it newsworthy? Certainly there's got to be one reporter that works for ABC or NBC so we can CBS or CNN or MSC that understands that there's got to be one. And what that does is the fact that that reporter either doesn't ask the question or does and we never know it because it's never reported through a lie of omission tells me that they're that, that they're intentionally spiking these stories. And ladies and gentlemen, if you don't believe they spike stories, see Hunter Biden. OK, there's just one glaring example. See all of the positive gun uses in this country that occur every day that you never hear about. OK, that's another great example. So, John, it tells me that they're spiking that story. But I, I, I let me let me ask, ask you to answer that first and then I'll follow up before we move on to Alabama and Louisville. Well, certainly there's got to be one, John. So there's this simply not allowing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll say this. I mean, Fox did run a story on this stuff this last week. Uh, an excellent story, actually. But uh, I know editors in the past, even at Fox, have 
even when there have been editors that have told reporters to do it, somehow the reporters don't find it interesting to do it, even reporters at Fox. And, uh, you know, so, look, I've made so much noise about this stuff. You have the Associated Press, uh, they ran a fact check on some of my stuff about a week or so ago, a couple weeks ago. And, uh, you know, on the on the rate of mass public shootings occurring in gun-free zones. And it's like they the whole point of them is to try to go out and disprove people right. on our side of the debate. So, look, uh, so the debate basically came down to, in the AP fact check, um, every town claims it's like 10% of mass public shootings occur in places where guns are banned. I say it's like 94%. Uh, the difference is, is that, uh, every town wants to include shootings where that are part of some other type of crime, like a gang fight over drug turf or a robbery. Uh, they don't want to limit itself to places that occur in public. They want to occur, take places that occur in people's homes. The thing is, these aren't my parts of the definition. You have the FBI active shooting reports and others. Right, they right. try to separate out attacks that occur in public. Uh, that's what are in the active shooting reports. They try to exclude uh, attacks that involve some other type of crime. And there are reasons for doing it. You know, the, you know, so kind of what motivates people and the solutions to it are for a gang fight over drug turf is very different from an attack where the whole point of somebody going in there is to go and try to kill as many people as possible. And, uh, you know, there are issues with regard to the public. And my point is, fine, if you want to disagree with it, explain why you disagree. But they just want to go and, uh, you know, so I'll give you an example. One of the other things that happened, the initial version of the AP story, uh, kind of after they were saying, you know, every town and, and they had, of course, uh, a guy from Bloomberg School of Public Health, uh, Dan Webster, who's a left-wing guy, right, basically right. arguing for why they should have uh, these other definitions. At the end, they say, and of course, there are debates about, you know, lots, even what he classifies are wrong. So I had this thing about uh, this community college shooting some years ago in Oregon, and, uh, and, they, and they referenced a fact check from PolitiFact that said that I was wrong on it. And, you know, the bizarre thing is, uh, PolitiFact, I, I had tried to deal with PolitiFact before about this. I had quotes from both the current and present president of the uh, community college at the time saying that it was a gun-free zone. On top of that, I had the actual website, and, and people can go to crimeresearch.org to see that the actual website for... Um, uh, the community college explicitly uh, said that it was a gun-free zone. And they, they have one person, a staff person there, a PR person, who said that she thought that guns were allowed. And there was also one concealed carry permit holder who carried a gun on another part of campus. That doesn't say that you wouldn't have had a lot more if the university hadn't put out public statements saying that it was a gun-free zone. People think that it is a gun-free zone, and they're not going to carry it around. But I just, you know, it's like uh, 
but they didn't even put my side in to begin with. I was I was able to get the AP reporter after about 20 emails, maybe 15, to go and acknowledge that I had this other evidence and put in a link to it. But it just, you know, so like, what do you take? What do you think people are most likely going to do? It's not like you or I, if we were a student there, are going to call up a PR person to go and ask this one PR person. What we're going to look at is what's posted on the school website. What's posted in the school student handbooks or faculty handbooks that are there? And if they ban those those things, uh, you know, you're not going to – you may have one or two people that on some part of campus have, uh, have their permanent concealed handguns because they're going to ignore what the rules are. But the vast majority of law-abiding citizens who are there are going to say, look, I'm banned from doing it. I'm not going to carry it. I mean, Nikki Gozer is a perfect example of that. Yeah, she is. You know, where she – obeyed the gun-free zone where her and her husband uh, were working that time. You know, the takeaway from this is, as much as I hate to almost admit this, is that we just have to accept that this is what they're going to do. Now, I refuse to do that, but which is why we talk about it on the show as much as we do. That's the reason why you're on the air. That's the reason why we're here. That's the reason why I write op-ed pieces all the time, to try to deal with these things. To try to get this information out there. And and we know that when you hear what John is saying, ladies and gentlemen, their sole purpose is not to fact-check John, it's to discredit him. Okay, that's what their goal here is. And we know that because we have I mean, countless examples of that. So that leads me to this question, John. We know that that's what they're doing. Okay, so we're going to continue to shed light on it as as much as we have to. And we're never going to let it go. But I'm going to let me throw this into your wheelhouse from an economic standpoint. Is the law of diminishing returns? In effect here, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what that is, it's an economic uh, theory that states basically that your expected gains will, by throwing additional resources at something, will get proportionally smaller as you throw more at it. And in this particular case, for example, the definition of mass shooting, A.W.R. Hawkins was telling us in the in the previous hour, John, that everything's a mass shooting now. Everything, mass shooting, mass shooting, mass shooting, everything's a mass shooting. If they continue to throw this mass shooting at everything, is it similar to the law of diminishing returns in economics where since everything becomes a mass shooting, that they're going to lose some ground here, that their expected gains are no longer going to work? Is that in effect? I mean, I think what they're doing is people will just be revulsed by this and they'll feel that something has to be done. I mean, that's my fear. But look, so you had this shooting recently in D.C. and I ended up doing radio shows about it because somebody, there was an attack at a funeral there. But here's the problem. I think it was a gang shooting. You know, so yeah. you, you yeah. basically have a situation where the person whose funeral was, was occurring there had been shot, and then you had somebody showing up to shoot at the funeral that was there. And, you know, I think it makes a big difference in terms of people's perceptions. If they were to go and say, look, some drug gangs were fighting it out at that, that time. That it was retaliation. John, hold on to that thought. We're going to continue that thought when you come back here. We've got one more segment with John. We'll be right back. 
At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle. Available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long-range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. From Crossbreed Holsters comes the Women's Appendix. With softer leather and smoother corners, the Women's Appendix holster was designed specifically with the female body in mind. This holster is intended for popular small firearms and has no cant, so it can be worn on the front side of the body. Featuring a Crossbreed hand-molded pocket for a perfect fit, we ensure the Women's Appendix is your answer for any woman who wants to carry a small firearm in a front position. This versatile holster can be worn in the standard appendix or cross-draw fashion. Find your perfect fit today at CrossbreedHolsters.com. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org, crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com.
Final segment of Armed American Radio is being sponsored by Crossbreed Holsters. Make sure to visit crossbreedholsters.com. Now let's get back to me. All right, welcome back. Final segment with Dr. John Locke, crimeresearch.org, here in the Car Firearms Group studio. Sig Sauer Mike, all brought to you by X Insurance. Please go out of your way to visit our partners, all of them, and, and specifically now, as you listen to John Lott on the program every week, crimeresearch.org. You can go over there and get information. As you hear us talking about, the media is never going to give you, and it's all right there for you. And you hear John's frustration because it's difficult to get this information out, which is why we need you to support our partners so that we can continue to bring this to you every single week. It requires you to help us to do that. Uh, April 26th, in just 10 days, we'll mark our 14th anniversary on the nation's airwaves on this show. And we have never once in those 14 years missed a Sunday show for you. Not one time. It's a remarkable run. Very proud of that. April 27th begins our 15th year on the airwaves. And it's all possible because of our partners. You just heard Crossbreed. Crossbreed has been a partner on this program since almost day one when this was a one-hour show heard only inside the loop inside the city of Atlanta. Of course, we've grown exponentially since then. We're now airing on hundreds of stations. And it's because of our partners and because of you that make it possible. And I think you'll agree that these discussions are critical, particularly when you hear what we're talking about now in the mainstream media, just derelict in their duties and responsibilities. They just hate us. And we're never, ever, ever going to let them rest. We're going to be here to talk about it, but we need your help to do it. John, I want you to finish that thought because it's so critical. The D.C. shooting that you're talking about was retaliatory gang violence. AWR said he didn't even bother chasing that story. He didn't want to because it normally wouldn't have made any. He just didn't even bother with it. For that very reason, because if he chased that gang shooting, my gosh, he's busy all day just in Chicago alone. John, as we were speaking with AWR, the latest numbers on the Chicago killings went up because the latest number we had when I went to air today was from 6 a.m. this morning. It updated to 6 p.m. this evening and the numbers were 17 killed. And I think uh, I think it was 13 killed and 30 wounded. That was up from 11 killed and 20 wounded. The numbers just continue to rise. But you bring up a great point. That was a retaliatory gang attack. Yet, when you use gun violence archives, USA Today, you've got media outlets, John, creating their own definition of mass shootings now so that they can fit it into their narrative. It's frustrating. Take it away, please. I mean, the gun violence archive, you know, these guys want to go and and play, you know, trying to convince the media that they're objective on this stuff. But as you and I have talked about before, just it came out when there was a Freedom of Information, a Freedom of Information Act request uh, with regard to the CDC that the gun violence archive had been lobbying the CDC mm-hmm. successfully to remove information from their website about the number of defensive gun uses that were occurring. The gun violence archive wanted them to say, look, if you're going to put any information out, you should just go and and take our numbers, uh, which just look at uh, news reports, as if somehow the 2,000 news reports that you have a year on defensive gun uses is somehow a complete universe of the number of defensive gun uses that are there. I mean, 20, only 22% of violent crimes even get reported to police, and the, and the news media only reports on a tiny fraction of even those violent crimes that get reported to police. 
It's just not it's just not serious. And yet the reasons that the gun violence archive was bringing up included things like they couldn't get the types of gun control laws that they wanted to get passed uh, with the CDC putting up things like the rate of defense of gun uses. It just isn't serious. I mean, who even makes the argument that you shouldn't put something up there on a government website because it might make it more difficult for interested parties to pass the types of gun control laws that they want. Well, John, ask yourself this question. If you and I did that in our businesses, that type of activity, it would likely be a criminal fraud charge. But these people get away with it because it's not. To me, that's criminal. No, I mean, in some sense, maybe it is. But look, the bottom line is, is that somehow the media is treating these guys as objective sources for for the news. The Gun Violence Archive is used constantly, and yet it's going out there and we find out that it's actively lobbying to get information removed from government websites because the information is making it harder for them to go and pass the gun control laws that they want to have. I mean, how... How is that? <laughs> how is that even something that the CDC shouldn't even remotely consider? If I was in the CDC and somebody came to me that, well, they should just say, "Is this information right or wrong?" If they go and they start arguing that you need to censor this information, and one reason you need to censor it is because it's making it harder for us to pass the gun control laws you want, I would say that's completely inappropriate for them to make that type of argument. I guess in days gone by. It likely wouldn't have happened. But when when these agencies are weaponized the way they are today that we see across the federal government, it's absolutely incredible. What John Lott is talking about, ladies and gentlemen, we've covered here when it happened months back through that FOI uh, request, the Freedom of Info FOIA that was pulled, when we saw that they were actively lobbying, the gun control groups actively lobbying the CDC and the CDC capitulated and pulled the numbers off so that they could move their gun control agenda forward during the Biden administration. It's to me, that's criminal to me. That's fraud to me. That's criminal. And we should have some type of redress against the CDC and the federal government for doing that. But, you know, I, again, I accept that it's just not going to happen. That's why we're here to talk about this every single day. John, in the final in the final minute here. Or so what can we do? To help you. Tell us what we need to do. Tell us where to go and what we need to do to help you and assist you in this process. Well, I mean, there are two things. One is we put out this information so that people can be informed and that they can go and accurately debate and push back. I mean, we have tons of stuff that we put out on red flag laws and and trying to make some of the points I made earlier clear and, and go into it more in depth. You know, people in Tennessee, for example, should be writing their governor and should be going and writing their representatives and giving them calls and going and explaining these points that are there. Send them copies of the op-eds and stuff that we've done or paraphrase it in their own words would be even better sometimes uh, on this stuff. And the other thing is, you know, we have a tiny budget. We have like $250,000 or so that we run on each year. Um you know, we got to get out more information. I work 90 hours weeks, and it, and I have to tell you, uh, you know, I'm not sure everybody in my life understands the number of hours that I work on this. I do it. I've done it because I think it's important, but I can't even with that. I can't do it by myself. I need 
We and look, I'm 64. I don't know how long I can do it, even if I want to keep doing it forever. Uh, you're going to have to have it so that there's other people who are trained to be able to go and, and take up this battle uh, from this point. And it's and you know that takes money to go and train people. So help us out, ladies and gentlemen, please. And let, trust me when I tell you this. I know how much John works. Sadly, John and I have had conversations at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. If not, it does happen, okay? Uh, it's, it's, it's a never-ending, ongoing battle, ladies and gentlemen. These people are literally waging war against you and everything that you hold dear. John Lott is doing God's work, crimeresearch.org. Go there, support him. When you do that, you're supporting yourself, you're supporting this program, and you're supporting, of course, the right to keep and bear arms and getting the truth out there. Dr. Lott, thank you from the bottom of our hearts, not just on myself, but on behalf of all of my listeners on hundreds of stations around the country for everything that you do. John Lott, crimeresearch.org. Ladies and gentlemen, go over there and help us out. When we come back, a classic armed American Radio Roundtable with Brad, Justin, and Neil. You don't want to miss it. You never want to miss the roundtable. Six minutes after, we'll be back. See you in just a few moments. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. 